Cheers, Mama. And might I say, you look absolutely beautiful today. I love your earrings. Thank you. I haven't had earrings on in three years, but I've just found them sitting in a little plate. No, you look very pretty and very nice. Just from earrings? Yeah. That's, all, that all, that's all it takes? When you don't ever wear them, yeah, it makes a big difference. Can you see them with the headphones? You can. I, <laughs> does it look like I have a little jewelry hanging? It looks hanging a little funny, <laughs> but I like it. It looks nice. Okay. Anyway, you ready to jump into this? I think so. Are yeah. we about to stir up some potential controversy for whatever reason? Yeah, I think we are because apparently there seems to be a lot of controversy surrounding this topic. So let's get into it. What are we talking about here today? So we are talking about the very controversial film, The Sound of Freedom, or I guess it's Sound of Freedom. Mm -hmm. So we were asked by Angel Studios to preview the film and if we liked it, if we felt passionate about it, if we could mention it in a video. Mm -hmm. And then they gave us a bunch of free tickets that we could give away to all of our subscribers or anyone that saw the, the film so, or saw our integration. And this was a few weeks ago now, I think three or four weeks ago, right mm -hmm. before the 4th of July release of the movie. Right, yeah, it was maybe a week or two before that that we talked about it. And so what is the reason that this is garnering so much attention? Well, originally when we were asked to preview the film, we sat down and we watched it and we came away from it saying, wow, that was powerful. I mean, when it was over, we just kind of sat there. Extremely powerful movie, very, very impactful and with a great message that I felt as though everybody should be on board with. Right. And I had never heard of Tim Ballard. I had never heard of Operation, Operation Underground Railroad, which is um, what he started in. He was uh, started in 2013, I believe. And the film actually didn't mention that. So that's why it didn't ring any bells so i just liked the message of the film and mm -hmm. said yeah we'll absolutely promote this i think that's great and it wasn't until we talked about it and our video came out and we started getting backlash mm -hmm. that we went well, what's the big deal about this film why is this controversial it was incredibly baffling to us at the time especially coming right off of uh, watching the movie because again it was so impactful for us right so I really started digging into it and listening to all kinds of different podcasts, um, different opinion pieces, reading pretty much every article that came out about. Let's let's touch upon real quick, though, for the people who maybe aren't familiar with the movie, what the uh, what it actually revolves around and maybe why it is that it is. So it's being considered controversial. Yeah. Can, which, you, can you touch upon that? So it is the based on a true story about a rescue mission in Colombia that was um, basically the rescue mission that led to Tim Ballard. He was an agent with Homeland Security, mm -hmm. quitting his job, his position, walking away from his pension. I think it was like 12 weeks before he was vested. So, I mean, a big commitment. Right. And going after these kids in Colombia because he couldn't get um, support, basically, from the U.S. government to go after individual children. They were in the business of going after offenders and mm -hmm. traffickers but not necessarily going in and not recovering and rescuing these kids right. the victims yeah so he felt um inspired to do so his wife encouraged him he just felt a calling to do this mm -hmm. and quit his job and went in after these kids started the organization underground um operation underground railroad and this is kind of the story of how that started right so that's what the film is about. It's got a few different rescue missions that are very, um, they will they will pull at your heartstrings. So again, for anybody listening, it seems as though this is pretty innocuous, mm -hmm. no real, it, it's not something that to me strikes me personally as something that would have uh, 
can be mired in controversy for for any reason. Right. And and even take it a step further, it's something that I felt a sense of pride in promoting on our channel, on mm -hmm. our video. And so when we got this, I don't want to say it was backlash, but we got some criticisms for actually promoting the movie. Right. Um, which I remain. And accusations. Accusations, just a lot of negativity that was flung our way. Mm -hmm. um, we that, had comments saying, um, I didn't know you guys were QAnon conspiracy theorists. Right. Um, I had to look up what QAnon was. I mean, you were familiar with it. You had heard of it. I'm familiar with it, but I'm not going to pretend like I'm some expert on it. I've just right. heard it referenced many times and I kind of generally know what it's about, but I'm not, I'm not very familiar with it yes. at all. So I'm still totally unfamiliar with it. So I'm definitely not a part of it mm -hmm. or a sympathizer or anything like that. I had never even heard of it before we were accused of being part of it. And so all of the QAnon references stemmed from the main actor right in the film jim caviezel mm -hmm. who was the actor who who played he, jesus in uh yeah passion of the christ most known for uh playing jesus in the passion of the christ another extremely controversial movie that also rose up uh very large mm -hmm. in theaters and became large know, grassroots huge, uh yeah. following mm -hmm. yeah so angel studios did not actually produce this movie um they bought the rights to it from disney so the really? film, yeah. See, so, I didn't know that. So the film was uh, made five years before Disney bought it mm -hmm. and shelved it immediately, and basically put out a notice to uh, the people that had made the the movie that it, it would never see the light of day. Right. So it's almost like they bought it to shelve it, mm -hmm. and and I know that that happens. I know that they will buy movies, screenplays, scripts, shelve them just to own them. Yep. Um, so a lot of people could say, no, there's no malice involved there, but it just seemed a little odd. So you've got the QAnon conspiracy aspect of it. What were some of the other points of uh, points of controversy that came along with the, the film? Um, it was mostly the main actor. Like I, I had people saying like, well, if, if he's in the film, then no family member of mine will see this movie. And I mm. thought, well, there's a lot of controversial people in Hollywood and, and on Netflix shows. What's his name from House of Cards? Uh, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Okay. So I didn't see House of Cards being pulled down off of Netflix. When I think they pulled him from the show, but it's kind of besides the point, I guess, was was our take on it at the time, even yeah, though point, people were pointing this out. In. Regardless of whether or not you, you agree with Jim Caviezel on a personal level with regard to anything uh, political, it should be besides the point, given right. the the fact that the focus of the movie revolves around child trafficking. Right. And this movie went under attack. I mean, like high attack. So the movie was very well done, very entertaining. Extremely well done. It's um, a very good film. Yeah, very small budget. I mean, $14.5 million mm -hmm. uh, is nothing to laugh at for an ordinary person like us. It's a lot of money, but it's not a big budget Hollywood film by any means. Right. It was. It's an independent film, mm -hmm. small budget. And which, which speaks to the lack of support that maybe it had from the onset. Right, because it was a very good story. They did a very good job with it. I mean, it's a Hollywood quality movie. It's mm -hmm. so well done. Yes. And it reminded me of Taken. Very similar storyline, except this is based on a true story. And I suppose right. you could say that Taken was as well, but that was put together more so for uh, entertainment value. It was, but I think it also brought a lot of awareness to the fact that things like this can happen, that mm -hmm. traveling overseas as a young girl, maybe, is, I mean, and what's that movie, Broke Down Palace with Claire Danes, where it's like, that brought a lot of awareness, like don't trust necessarily young men that you may be meeting at the airport because there's, they call them coyotes, you know? Yeah, this is a problem. This is a epidemic that exists in the world. This is reality. Mm -hmm. This is, this is truth. 
But so the fact that, that that it finds any kind of controversy, especially when it uh, involves young children mm-hmm. in in not all circumstances, but in many circumstances, it's it's amazing that there is anybody that is trying to become dismissive of the film or its message, um, and I mean I'm I'm seriously baffled by the right. by the media and the way that this movie is being depicted and the way that it's it's straight up being attacked. Well, it became like a political thing. Like if you're on this side, then you support it. If you're on this side, then you don't. And then you're attacking it. I don't know. It shouldn't be political at all. We're talking about kids. We're talking about about protecting children, um, minors, regardless of of their actual age. This is something that I feel like the overwhelming majority of people should be supportive of as far as just strumming up some awareness Mm -hmm. in the world. It's a good thing. I I don't understand why there's any backlash whatsoever. Yeah, I think it's something that we can all rally behind and that we should all support. And I don't think it would matter if the story was completely fictional, mm-hmm. which it wasn't. Because nobody got angry at Taken. Nobody got angry at Broke Down Palace. Nope. Nobody gets angry at a lot of these based on true stories that are exaggerated. So the accusations about the film are, it's basically like they can't disprove it. Mm-hmm. So they're they're pointing out, they're poking holes. Well, this story was exaggerated. Sure. And then other people are like, this rescue mission would have taken much longer. This would have taken a year to put together. The film depicted that they put it together in a week. Who cares? It's a movie meant to entertain. Mm -hmm. They can't be like two years later. It's a reenactment. And sure, the the entire thing is streamlined and set up to keep you engaged as a viewer. Right. It's fast paced. It's full of energy. It's full of suspense. Mm -hmm. It is a movie. There are actual video clips of the real life events, however, and mm-hmm. I think they actually did a very good job mm-hmm. of of reproducing this for audiences. I think they did a fantastic job. Yeah. So, I mean, I from what I heard from all the many, many, many interviews, those that opposed and those that supported was basically the first raid in the movie. If you have not seen this movie, there's going to be some spoilers here. Yeah. But the first raid in the movie um, was a real raid. They still keep in contact with these kids because that was another thing was, well, then what happens to them afterwards? Mm-hmm. Well, part of Operation Underground Railroad, which, by the way, is not mentioned in the movie at all. This not was at all. not a charity grab or nope. a money grab. They didn't even mention the organization. It's about raising awareness to the problems and the realities that exist in our world. Yeah, opening your eyes to it. Mm-hmm. And then, so one of the criticisms was um, about, you know, what happens to these girls and boys afterwards. Well, they, they do provide aftercare for these people. And all the girls from that particular raid, they are still in contact with. They run their own charity now. So why together. even bother asking those questions with an accusatory tone? I think they're just trying to poke holes. Absolutely. And so, I mean, I started reading some articles that were actually so ridiculous. I know that uh, Vice did a piece on them. And the Vice article to me seemed... um it just, it, it didn't uh, conclude anything. Basically, they said, these are the accusations. It's we a smear campaign. Pr- but they didn't even come to any conclusions. Everything yep. was, well, we couldn't prove this. We couldn't prove this. We couldn't prove this. Therefore, it could be a lie. Mm. And a lot of the stuff, and they're like, well, um, R or O-U-R, Operation Underground Railroad, wouldn't respond to this. Where are the girls? Right? They're not going to reveal Right, the where these girls of these are kids. being kept or that they're safe houses in certain countries. Mm-hmm. They're obviously not going to do that. These girls are at risk, mostly females. There are males as well. But um, it was basically like, we can't confirm these things. And But other than that, or there was maybe a probe. They were looking into this charity for um, where are they spending their money. They won't 
alloc- they won't say exactly where the money is being spent overseas. Mm-hmm. And so there was accusations like that, but they had no conclusions. So I found that article to be very like, what is this article even about? Okay, so how about the CNN uh, story that you referenced? Yeah, so CNN back in, I guess it was just a couple of years ago, did a whole report that I watch. You can watch it online on the first raid mm-hmm. that is depicted in the movie. And they were basically praising Tim Ballard and um, they showed the actual footage of the raid and the girls. And now CNN is attacking the film, saying that it's fabricated. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a minute, you did a story on one of the stories depicted in the film and you did it as a truth piece. And Praising as, yes. Tim so, Ballard and what it is that they do. So why the flip? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I can speculate all day and I think, I mean, I have my own personal theories as to why it is that this is receiving so much flack, but the reality of it, I just find so incredibly disturbing. The fact that there's anybody out there who is trying to, again, diminish the efforts of Tim Ballard and Operation Underground Railroad and instead, and in so doing, basically facilitating and supporting the the evil that is running rampant yeah. around the world when it comes to this issue. It's 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 heartbreaking and it's uh it's it's very, very troubling. It is troubling because it shouldn't be a political issue at all. These Not are at children, all. these are victims and um in most cases they're teenagers. Mm-hmm. And and so there was a little bit of criticism in that too, like, well you played on heartstrings by just showing these two little kids. Those siblings were real and maybe yes they focused on that story because that is the story that led to it all. That is the story that led to Tim Ballard walking away from his secure position. It's impactful to go with younger kids, but regardless of their actual age, um, it's and and what the what ages are predominantly sex trafficked around the world. It, this is something that that occurs even with very very young children. It yeah, it occurs with infants. So why sadly. why so why go out of your way to try to diminish? that aspect of it. Well, there was one person that I heard talking about it that was saying that they are a victim's advocate and that 85% of um, minors that are trafficked are over the age of 14. So by depicting really little kids, you're you're giving a false narrative as to what's occurring and you're pulling on heartstrings on a false narrative because most of them are teenagers. So they're trying to say that it's an intentional distortion of yeah, people's perspective on the, it, of the issue. It's an exaggeration. But she, she did also say that 15% of these kids are under the age of 14. I would just say that it's completely irrelevant. Is it, is it, I don't is think it, it matters is it either. better when it's a 15 year old right. versus a five year old? No, it's right. not. So is Kaimani semantics. like our, our own children is Kira more valuable than Kaimani? Right. I mean, she might pull, pour it, you know, pull at the heartstrings mm-hmm. because she's little. We're talking about an evil act. We right. can't get hung up on the details. It's, yeah. it's the actual act. That is something that needs to be combated. Right. So um, I don't think that the age of the kids matters. I don't think it matters even if the stories were exaggerated or if they were fast-paced or if the um, the action was more than maybe it was in real life. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of that matters. It's just for bringing awareness and bringing this into the light. This happens around the world. And so I, I, I actually saved some of the articles because I got into some of these articles. I think the worst one that I read was Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. If... You couldn't even call it a... <laughs> it's a total hit piece. It was a total hit piece. And pretty much all they could go off of, like they started, they went to so far as to making fun of the audience that they said was there. They were like mostly the white haired audience, mm. basically saying only older people care right. about this. 
So the article from Rolling Stone, The Guardian did a piece on this as well. Um, it was called, let's see, it had like the most ridiculous name. Sound of Freedom is a superhero movie for dads with brain worms. Mm. That's the title of their article, Dads with Brain Worms. It says the article featured the subheading, the QAnon-tinged thriller about child trafficking is designed to appeal to the conscience of conspiracy-addled boomers. So again, being completely dismissive of the fact that, no, this, this isn't occurring. Only, yeah. it's, it's a conspiracy, and if you buy into it, shame on you. First of all, I hate the word boomer. I think that it is so insulting to like our parents' generation mm -hmm. who happen to be a, a very amazing generation. So just because you're a boomer, which again, so to say like only white-haired people are interested, the whole theater. And then it goes on to talk about how annoying it was to hear older people coughing during the movie and the inevitable coughing fit. So this came out after the, the movie was out, the film was released in theaters. Yes. And so, so I think a lot of the backlash stems from the fact that this came out on the same weekend, actually 4th of July weekend, the same day as a big budget Hollywood film, which was Indiana Jones. And mm -hmm. it, it outperformed Indiana Jones as a independent film that was set in the, the, the context of being political yes and definitely not jiving with the mainstream argument on the issue yeah correct yeah, yeah. I, I think that was what got their attention they're like wait a minute this film is coming out and it's flourishing yeah and they tried to discredit mm -hmm. the millions of people that went to go see it mm -hmm. so by saying oh it's just a bunch of old boomers yeah. they don't matter which definitely isn't the case i can tell you in yeah. following social media that that's absolutely not the case yeah it's not just 60-year-old white men with brain worms. First of all, shame <laughs> on them for personally attacking an entire generation and saying, right? hey, not only are you the probably the the wisest generation to currently be existing here in our country, mm -hmm. but you are also irrelevant, not very intelligent yeah, on you, top of it because yeah, you are falling for something that is a conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they it literally says it is, um, it's basically creating moral panic for years over this grossly exaggerated, and they put in quotes, epidemic, of child mm. sex trafficking, much of it funneling people into conspiracy rabbit holes and the QAnon communities. I just find it such an odd thing to attack. Yeah, it's a Because of what we're talking about. But at the same time, given the way that our world as a whole and our society in particular is is seems to be trending, mm -hmm. it makes sense. It's grossly disturbing. Why are we not protecting our children? <laughs> Regardless of their age. We're coming for your children. If they're teenagers, right? if they are young children, why are we not looking after them? It is our responsibility as, as adults right? And to do so. Yeah, and regardless of the age. And so uh, The Guardian did a piece on it too. Um, their headline was Sound of Freedom, the QAnon-adjacent thriller Seducing America. Mm, what a headline. What a title. Yeah, Seducing America. And then The Washington Post claimed that um, the main actor openly embraced QAnon ideas. Irrelevant. But, but admitted that the film doesn't depict anything close to the QAnon conspiracy fantasy. Completely irrelevant. So poking holes, like you said. Let's dig into that a little bit. Go ahead. What is the connection with QAnon and the Sound of Freedom? Apparently they are anti-child trafficking, which if that's the case, I fully support them when it comes to that issue. So what I heard when somebody actually finally asked Jim uh Cabizal, Cabizal. 
why are why is this film being connected? Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And he said, thank you for asking that question because nobody's asking. They're just running with the headline. Right. And apparently uh, QAnon is saying, they're talking about that whole conspiracy of children being basically kept or harbored in these warehouses. And oh, is it adrenal chrome? Something adrenal like that, chrome. right? Is that it? That is the thing. So, I don't know where I pulled that out of, but I, I've heard this, yes. heard of this before. So none of this has ever been, um, there's been people that have said that it's happening, but it has never actually been proven. Right. So um, when asked, do you believe this is happening? Because this is a, a QAnon conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And that has never been proven true. Mm-hmm. So when they asked, do you think this is happening? They said, well, we've seen things similar when we've done raids in, there was one raid that they did in Africa where they- This, this was according to Tim Ballard responding? according okay. to Tim Ballard. Sorry. And he said they did a raid where basically there were women that were being impregnated and these babies were being taken. And- He's saying that that was something that they personally saw, experienced, and it's documented. But it's not so, widely known. And it's and that is different from what QAnon was saying. Yes. He never said that, you know, that or whatever. And they're like, well, can you discredit this? Can you say this isn't happening? And he said, I can't say it's not happening. Definitively. Yeah. No, I can't. Yeah. I can't say it's not happening, but I'm not saying it is, basically. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't discredit it. Therefore, that's where okay, they're connected to QAnon because they won't discredit what they're saying. You have to say they're lying or this is false or you're connected, you're involved. Yeah. Now, the main actor is maybe more involved, but to me, I don't really care. It's about the issue. It is not about the people right. that are involved. I don't care who the actors are. To, I only care that it brings awareness. To suggest that this is not reality, that this is something that is not occurring, right. is a falsehood. Right. Simple as that. Yeah, we all know that child trafficking occurs. We all know that there are child victims throughout the world. And I mean, we know that from, I mean, everyone thought Epstein Island was crazy when yep. that was first brought up. And it sounds then, crazy. Yeah, it did sound crazy. Because it's, a, it's, a, it's an evil reality again. Yeah, and someone was like, oh, there's, uh, there's politicians going there. There's heads of state going there. There's people in Hollywood going there. And, and it was, was like, no, 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 yeah, no, no. You guys are crazy. There's not some island with a bunch of children being being sent there and we're not trying to turn this hypo hyper political by any means but i just think when it comes to this case since we did have a direct involvement with this film and some of the the, some of the comments and messages that we received Mm -hmm. from people were just absolutely dumbfounding i mean i was i was shaking my head like what are we talking about here yeah it has nothing to do with x y or z it doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with qanon it has nothing nothing to do with um baby factories it has nothing to do with um tribes doing certain things in Africa. It has nothing to do with child marriages in India or anywhere else where that is happening. And it had nothing to do with us. And to try to lump no. us in and say that we are also QAnon. Uh, when we'd never even heard of this group. Folks. Yeah. Is it, not only is it besides the point, it's absolutely ludicrous. I mean, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. How about we focus on the issue focus on the problem, raise some awareness in the process and right. see what it is that can be done. Right. And so, yes, the majority of these victims are teenagers. And I, like you said, does it matter their age? No. They're minors and Mm-mm. they're victims. And horrific things are happening to them. And many of them. So the other problem that one of the advocates uh, had was that in the film, it shows actual footage of children being ripped off the streets, mm-hmm. basically. Someone grabbing a child and running. 
And she was saying that is not the way that the majority of children are trafficked. And so to put that fear in people's minds that this is what a child trafficked victim looks like Mm -hmm. is inaccurate. Okay, fair. Okay, so I would say fair enough too. It does happen, but it's not the majority. It's not the predominant way that these kids are finding themselves in this horrible ordeal. Yeah, she said most of the time these kids are actually um, brought in by their own families or from boyfriends boyfriends mm-hmm. which is a big one so. and there's a lot of runaways and stuff like that mm-hmm. that happens that and, fall and into it. kids that are lured away from home mm-hmm. and sure there's there, there are a number of means and methods that right these these folks use to acquire these kids yeah Again, exactly kind of besides the point right for me personally speaking for myself yeah doesn't really matter well there's one girl her name she goes by the name of liliana uh And she is talked about a lot with Operation Underground Railroad, which is a big criticism. It's something that the Vice piece brought up because they didn't actually rescue her, but yet they talk about her a lot. Mm -hmm. And so they were part of um, identifying her traffickers and the prosecution, but she escaped on her own. And so they don't like that they claim any responsibility over this because they're saying, no, that's taking the power away from this girl. She escaped on her own. Mm -hmm. So this girl came from a very poverty-stricken family in Mexico, and she was allured by a young boy. She was 13, he was 17, and he treated her very well, said he was her boyfriend, and all he was trying to do was get her into the United States. Mm -hmm. And so on the third attempt, they kept getting turned away at the border, and then on the third attempt, they got through, and she said as soon as they got to America, that's when the nightmare began. And this seems to be the story of a lot of these girls. They come on their own. And then once they get to America, which is the number one consumer of children, which I hate using the word consumer, but that's how they're treating. It's applicable. That's how they're treating these kids. Yeah. Um, once she got here, they locked her in a room and they just started um, selling her basically. And she she was alone. She was scared. They threatened her family back in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of the girls' stories. Yeah, and for sure. Yeah, there were other victims that were with her as well. So I think that's... And so I guess I don't really see the problem with the film because it was just depicting two raids, not the whole scope of right. what goes on. And it, the, the film itself actually is not political whatsoever. It, it just focuses on this storyline, which um, in turn, I guess the hope is to raise awareness on this issue. Right. And I think that's the only thing that matters. And they do a great job with it. And I would encourage anyone out there, if you have not seen the film yet, go check mm-hmm. it out. And I think I, we have a promotional code that was given yeah. to us if you want to use that. Yeah, you can go to angel.com slash GSL. We'll put it down in the description. And we are not pushing this for ourselves. We just think it's no. incredibly important. And when we caught wind of this entire campaign and they came to us with it, I mean, uh, we, we were one of the few people online who were willing to actually even make mention mm-hmm. of this film, which was a little discouraging and disheartening. Yeah. Um, they said everyone said no. Um, and we, they were afraid. we were all for it. I had I had zero problem doing it, and then upon watching the film, it it only reinforced my desire to want to do it. And mm-hmm. uh, here we are speaking about it again. Yeah. It's, it's it's something that should I feel like make you incredibly impassioned. It's it's too important when it comes to kids. Yeah, we should all be on the same page here. Well, I just found it so so disturbing to attack this one particular film. I do not care who the actor is. I probably disagree with him on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about QAnon, and I probably disagree with them on most things. I know that they're pretty outlandish. Yeah, it's so all irrelevant. It's irrelevant. It doesn't have anything to do with this message. Um, it doesn't mention Operation Underground Railroad. It doesn't mention 
any of these conspiracies. It doesn't mention any other countries. I think the part that I find super disturbing about it is the fact that we, it seems as though we are moving into a time where people are, for whatever reason, starting to advocate for pedophilia, which is incredibly, incredibly dark. But there is already a movement that's begun, whether or not people out there are even aware of it at this point. What is the the terminology or the acronym that they're, they're starting to use to mask actual pedophilia mm -hmm. and, and justify its existence? Well, they were saying that the word pedophile is um, offensive ah. and non-inclusive. Well, God forbid. I know. And so they are now calling themselves MAPS or minor attracted persons. Mm. So pedophiles. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed Excuse to say me. that. That's Excuse not me. inclusive. Allow me to mince words and self-censor. Yeah. I mean, at what point do we say enough? And I think things like that are going to get people from all walks of life to go, whoa, what? Mm. Until you are met with the same type of uh, counter propaganda that is already mm -hmm. being put out about the film. It, it'll, it, I, I think it'll reach a point to where if you are anti-pedophilia, uh, I'm going to use the word again because that's my right to do so. Um, I think you will be chastised for it and you will be looked at as somebody who is uh, very non-inclusive. How can you not consider the, the, the pedophile's feelings and natural attraction? Sorry, never going to happen. And yeah. how dare you even confront me with such an accusation? Right. Well, I think that there would be a lot of pushback, I would hope. Mm. I would mm. hope. But I mean, see, I don't know because I just think there's a line, you know, <laughs> like I think most people have a line, but I think a lot of people are afraid to stand Kids, up and say something. You don't yeah. mess with children. No, if, you don't. if there's any kind of other uh, activities that some people might categorize as being nefarious or uh, dark or evil, what have you, whatever the case may be, I'm not giving my own personal opinion on any of this stuff, but if it's adults, consenting adults making decisions for themselves, so be it, but leave right. the kids alone. Yeah, I just think it doesn't matter if you dislike somebody in a film. Um, and you disagree with them, that doesn't make the film bad. I mean, that's like saying, well, this actor that was in the film, which he was one of the only actors willing to take the role, it was offered to others mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. And um, which is sad. I think it was Tim Ballard that was like, try this guy. We'll yeah. probably do it. Yeah. And that was how they ended up with him as an actor. And he did a fantastic job in it. But um, it's like saying, well, this group likes lucky charms therefore anyone that likes lucky charms is you know it's it's like such a reach mm -hmm. of i don't like this actor because he wouldn't discredit this thing therefore the film is bad it's a roundabout way of trying to dismiss the message in the film right and i think people are falling for it based on their hatred towards a, a group instead of saying well wait a minute it's okay that I don't agree with all of it. The mm -hmm. message in the film is still fine. And so really the only thing that they have to attack is for some reason, the audience going to attend it and um, that it was an exaggeration. So, and again, maybe it was, it's a, it's a film. I want to say a Hollywood film, but it wasn't by Hollywood. But so let's think about like some of the other movies that were probably for sure exaggerated, but were based on true stories. Like think about oh. like Into the Wild. Okay. We don't know what happened in that school bus based on, except for like what the guy wrote in his journal entries, yeah. but they took a lot of liberties. Sure. And there's an artistic element that, you know, they're making a movie. Right. It, it has to be captivating 
and engaging yeah. what about for the, the audience. The pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Is that exactly the way that that went down? Was it not. as tragic as the movie depicted not. it? But the message remains the same, right? It's it's to tap into your human emotions in an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, however long a, a given movie is. And yeah, right. they're, they're trying to have an impact upon you. So sure, they, yeah. they might add some minor embellishments. They might actually even make some changes to the story itself. Yeah, what was the Mark the, the message remains the same. What was that movie about Facebook? Uh, the uh, social, social network? network, sure, yeah. Like same thing. And yeah. like they all say every part of every member that is involved or depicted like the twins mm. and that they they were saying that yeah, this is exaggerated and Yeah. but it told a, it told a better story. Exactly. So I just, I guess I don't really buy that argument. It's do you like, want to watch actual legal proceedings right. or do you want to watch a round table discussion where it's, it's heated and there's some back mm -hmm. and forth for the sake of making a movie? Right. So I find it really weird that they have uh, put that QAnon label on it when it doesn't have anything to do with the conspiracies even mentioned by QAnon. They are not related. If they were making a movie on, what's it called? I don't know. The you you've said the word the adrenochrome or no oh, adrenal adrenal chrome I believe is what it is. Again, I'm the if, last person to be speaking on this, but I think that's what it is. If that was mentioned in the movie, depicted, hinted at anything, you could maybe put that label on it. Mm. But it wasn't. It wasn't even touched. It had nothing to do with it. Nothing. So why are all of the articles from the Guardian and uh, Vice and Rolling Again, I think it's because there is a movement that, that is that, that is very um, anybody who is anti Hollywood, anybody who is I mean, like this film does have make make mention and, and reference uh, God. So I guess faith, I think anything like that nowadays is going to be under attack. I just I, I do. I think that's where we're at as a society. I just think it's so sad to turn something that is a human rights issue into a political issue when it is not. And everybody should be on board for protecting kids. Yeah. And regardless. the funny thing is there's not a single person that I know of who has actually gone to watch the film who came away with any complaints other than that Rolling Stone uh, journalist, if you want to call him that. <laughs> yeah, Literally every single person that I know of. That. Not only that, but here in North Idaho, I know that there have been people who have seen the film. I know of at least three personally that I know who have gone to view the film came away from from the actual viewing of the movie and immediately bought tickets to offer up yep. to anybody who may be even be curious about viewing the film themselves because it is that impactful and i think so many so many folks view it as something that is so important and and something that there's just not enough emphasis placed upon this issue in our world there isn't no there isn't and it's such an important issue and we're talking about millions of kids mm -hmm. millions yeah, 2 million children are estimated to be currently trafficked. 2 million. And if you don't find that disturbing, then there's something, there's some yeah. kind of a disconnect. Or if you don't think that it's happening, then you're not listening to the victims out and, there. And if you are so easily swayed by by information that is completely irrelevant when it comes to that particular mm -hmm. issue. Totally irrelevant. Maybe question where it is that your your allegiances yeah. lie. It was such a stretch to say this is such this crazy claim by this crazy group. And we're going to slap it on this movie that has nothing to do with this crazy claim. Yeah. Let me tarnish your reputation yep. because if I'm able to accomplish that, then nothing that you do from that point on is yes. going to matter. That's pretty much what it was. Mm -hmm. It was like. Yeah, it's a smear campaign. Yes. And, and completely irrelevant. Even we have to, had to deal with that. And yeah, it's, just, it's just We've what people do nowadays. We've been accused of, of yeah. being a part of all of this. Let when me we... sling nasty mm -hmm. lies and accusations your way, regardless of whether or not there's any actual uh, factual evidence to prove my point. I'm just going to say yeah. it. And because I've proclaimed it now, it is reality. No, yeah. not the way that this works.
Well, and so now, oof, okay, I'm going to touch on something that's a little sensitive here. So now there is a big push over like on our border mm. to stop family DNA testing. Well, it, it's now been stopped. It's been halted. So under Trump, I think it started in 2019, they were doing DNA testing of families. Mm-hmm. And that was considered very racist and um, just an overstep. What touch upon the reasoning behind that? So they started doing the DNA family testing because they were discovering that some of these children that were coming across the border did not belong to the people that were bringing them across the border. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, the media gets a hold of this and um, they depicted it in a very different way that a lot of children were being ripped from their families and, and things like that. But a lot of these kids were not matching the adult that they were with. Right. So... So they're being used. They noticed that there was like a child that they had somehow recognized had come across like three times Mm -hmm. with different men. Right. And no women, only with men. They were coming across. She was a little girl and she was coming across with young men that were like in their 20s. And there there are horrific things that are happening to so many of these kids Mm -hmm. in the process of being dragged across the border. Yeah. To the border and and across the border. People will argue, well, why are they using children to get across the border? And it was because families were getting priority. And so if they could buy a child or rent a child, use that child to get across the border and then ship them back and that child was used over and over again. It plays into people's sympathies. And so a lot of people are like, that's not happening. That's a lie. That's not true. So I started looking into it because I always want to see if, is this true? Is this a false claim? Mm -hmm. So I started reading Homeland Security reports. Mm -hmm. These are government reports. And from- Doesn't matter. (laughs) These are government reports documented- Speaking as a former government employee, I'm telling you. The the public doesn't care. So anyway, these are reports from Homeland Security on the family DNA testing that they did from 2019 to 2021 until- Essentially, it was canceled. It was actually just recently canceled, but this report runs for two years. Mm -hmm. And they noticed when they were doing the testing only between claimed parent-child relations. This isn't like, this is my cousin. This is my niece. This is is my daughter or my son. 8.5% of the rapid DNA tests came back negative and were later confirmed negative. And... And you can say, oh, well, maybe they were adopted or maybe they took on this child. They claimed at the border that it was their biological child. And so that in and of itself is an issue. Yeah. However, the like I said, the things that are happening to these kids and the fact that they are being used the way that they are being used. I mean, there's a number of ways that I don't yeah. even want to touch upon that they well, are being used, but some, it's a problem. Sometimes their families would sell them, like use, use them as like basically rentals. Yeah. Um, poor families, which is just horribly tragic. And then sometimes the kids were taken. So in one year in 2019, they were able to identify 6,200 children that did not belong to the adult, mostly males, um, only males. They were, they were really noticing this trend with mm-hmm. a 25 year old man that had a child with them mm-hmm. and yeah, a woman, um, which granted they're single dads. You were raised by a single dad. I'm yeah. sure not every single one. That is probably more likely to be the exception rather than the rule though. Right. So that was the trend. And they identified 6,200 of them, some of which were reunited with their real families. Mm-hmm. They were able to identify them as a missing child and reunite them with their actual families. So I, I see very little fault. Like, I, I guess I don't understand why anyone would want to take that away because now once we've taken that away, anyone can go and say, this is my child. And now there is no protection for that minor. Mm-hmm. There is no way. We know why though. 
yeah, but there's, there's just no protection for that child. And so it's a exactly. rapid test. It takes five minutes. Who cares? There's a bigger political discussion to come along with that. But I think it's just sad. Yeah. That the kid, again, just being cast aside as being, um, you know, you don't matter as much as our political agenda does. Yeah. So we're going to forego this process. This is rude or this is mm -hmm. insensitive. Therefore we're not going to do it even though we can maybe save 6,000 children a year by doing it. Irrelevant. I would be totally willing to do that entering any country with my children. And I think I would We do be, have to do it. We, we don't have to do DNA testing to go into we have Canada. To, we have to bring documentation with us that would suggest or hopefully prove that the kids that we are bringing across a border with us, like the nearby Canadian border, mm -hmm. that these are in fact our kids. Yeah, we have to have a lot of documentation. Yeah, we not, have to have not unreasonable. I'm, I fully support it. I fully support it as well because... I would hope that if somebody were to take one of our children and try to flee to Canada, that yep. they would be stopped at the border. Yeah. And so if you have it, that rule not in place, somebody could take anyone's child and flee to another country and they're gone. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it's really important for the protection of children to inconvenience the adults, insult the adults. Yep. It doesn't matter. Children matter more. Mm -hmm. And if we know that this is a problem which according to Homeland Security, it is a problem, 8.5% problem. Address it. Inconvenience the adults. It's okay if it helps children. We don't feel this way across the board with a lot of things. However, in this case, yeah, we, we fully support looking out for kids and putting kids first. Yeah, I think, yeah, you put kids first, you put their safety first, and when you identify a problem and you see a trend, especially a big trend, it matters. And, and the last thing anybody should be doing is becoming... Uh, dismissive yeah. of, of the efforts to look after these kids. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. We felt, we just felt compelled to come in here today to, to, to talk about this because it's being, it's become an on ongoing issue. And there have been some, some, uh, long lasting impacts that came with us promoting this, this film. And I, I stand by it. I'm glad that we did it. I'm proud that we did it. I think that just more folks need to get on board and be realistic and be, be fair and open-minded to, again, the reality, the horrible, horrific realities that so many of these kids are having to unfortunately live through around the world. Yeah. And I think even if you don't want to get on board and you, we're not saying like you need to go be an advocate or no, donate money that. or anything, but, but don't, don't, don't ignore dismiss it. it. Don't ignore it. It, it, it. There's no good to come from putting your head in the sand and pretending yeah. that this isn't happening or even being like, oh, so-and-so said that it's not happening. So yeah, I'm good with yeah. that. Or I don't like this group. Look and into they it for yourself. Happening. Look into it for yourself and be fair and open-minded. Right. I think, yeah. And I think it's easy to say like, oh, this, this cause goes with this political side. I'm not part of that political side. Therefore, I don't want any part of it. It's not but about, it should not have anything to do. It's not about taking sides or being a uh, tribal or, you know, I, I play for this team. That's, I play for the red team and that's the blue team. So I don't, yeah, don't come on. These, yeah. these are, these are kids. And again, we should all be, you know, they're the most vulnerable among us and mm -hmm. we should be looking after them because of that. Yeah. And there's, and I think just so many of the victims are these young girls, these mm -hmm. young teenagers that maybe came from really bad situations. Um, maybe they got into it knowingly at first. Um, maybe they didn't, maybe they were taken away from their family, separated, maybe their family sold them into it. That seems to be the majority of what this is. So can't we all rally behind these young women? And like, we it's know good, it's happening. Yeah. We know it's there. Everybody acknowledge you can talk to any border patrol um, agent, you can talk to any police officer out there that's worked with child yep. crimes. Yeah. 
there again there are horrific things that are happening around us on a day-to-day basis and so many people are completely naive or unaware um yeah. and that's just me speaking as a a former yeah. city cop i mm-hmm. mean not that i was uh dealing with anything as horrific as this we did have a unit devoted to child crimes and i wanted no part of it uh, because it's something that i didn't uh you know feel passionately about but it's it's a very dark world it's a very and it's something that i didn't know whether or not i had the mental uh capacity to to deal with on a day-to-day basis there's there's nothing that that affected me more and this is true for most mm-hmm. law enforcement officers there's nothing that affected me more than having to see kids uh experiencing just very dire circumstances through no fault of their own it's not mm-hmm. it's not okay it's not something that should be tolerated and certainly isn't something that should be advocated for ever ever right. and I, I have zero reluctance or hesitation in saying that publicly yeah i agree i think you protect the kids at all costs and um yeah, we were just a little taken back, and then I wanted to know the truth. And when these accusations started coming out, I mm-hmm. wanted to know yeah. the truth. I want because I went, again, fair, open-mindedness. Shoot, did we just promote yes. something or a group or yeah. a person um, that maybe we shouldn't have? That mm-hmm. maybe maybe there there is some bad stuff going on. And so it turned out. It turned out that I stand by the film. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. I think that whether or not the film was again, whether or not people believe it was exaggerated or it was too fast-paced or. Um, it wasn't a true representation of the exact way that the story played out. It brings awareness. It opens people's eyes. It will hopefully, um, get some people passionate about this cause, inspire people to just be aware, keep their eyes open, know that it's out there. I think it's really important for teenagers to see this film. It is a heavy subject for anybody, but it's PG 13 and, and they definitely did a good job keeping it PG-13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't have any problem with our children watching it. No, all four of our kids, including our youngest, who is eight years old, viewed the film. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say that you should bring your eight-year-old or your 10-year-old to the film. Yeah, it, that's it for is. you. There, there is nothing that is incredibly like, um, they do a very good job of, of alluding mm-hmm. to what is happening without outwardly showing or discussing or actually coming out blatantly saying like, hey, right. here's what's happening. Yeah, they allude to it. They'll but show. But it, it's dark enough to where you feel... Um, you know, you, 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 you feel that this is not right. What is happening? Right. Well, even the, the journalist for Rolling Stone said that he, yeah, said that he, he felt like he could possibly be arrested for watching the film. Like the film made him feel so dirty. It's like, okay, so this film makes you feel that way, Mm. but yet you want to discredit it. Elaborate. Why? But he made it sound like it was an inappropriate film and it is not. Mm -hmm. They did a very good job keeping it. He's trying to say like, how dare you, if you find this uh, film appealing and you want to see it, then maybe maybe there's something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. That's what he's trying to say again, because it's another, let me grasp at straws and do everything I can in my power to make sure that people aren't going out there. And fortunately the the film is performing fantastically, which I'm so happy about. And it is not just boomers no it's not <laughs> i've seen uh in fact one of the three people that i'm referencing that actually went back out and bought tickets for people is a 16 year old girl mm-hmm. yeah. so good for yeah. her yep exactly and i think yeah i mean she went and saw it as a 16 year old girl and went this is so powerful mm-hmm. she went online and she bought five tickets yeah. for other people to claim yep. we have businesses around town that are buying tickets for mm-hmm. people to claim and I, I think that's really an amazing thing. It's just a film to bring awareness, like so many other films, like Taken, like, and granted, that was more of an entertainment film, but it yeah. brought so much awareness. It did, unintentionally. It, it made young, like, there were a lot of parents that made their teenagers watch that film mm-hmm. to say, 
you be careful before you go backpacking yeah. around Europe. Nobody was dismiss dismissive of that. Exactly. No. Why is that so, such a controversial thing to say? What's the difference? It shouldn't be. Between Taken and Sound of Freedom. What is the difference? I'll tell you what the difference is. One is a big budget Hollywood film and the other is a grassroots movement amongst a lot of people that uh, Hollywood does not side with. Mm -hmm. That's really what it is in and the it, mainstream media, all of this stuff. It came and outperformed what it they outperformed produced. It outperformed Indiana Jones on opening weekend and I think every weekend since. Maybe. It's, I'm not really sure on that, but either way, it, it's I doing mean, well. It's doing, yeah, I think today it's brought in like $85 million, which is Good. outrageous for two weeks in on an independent film. Yeah. I don't know what happens with that money. Hopefully the majority of it is reinvested into this cause and yeah, you know, things, yeah. I don't know on stuff like that, but there, it, 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 hopefully it affects some change is all I'm saying. So we are 50 minutes into this. I don't want to beat a dead horse with this. Right. Um, we just, like I said, we felt compelled to come in here and discuss this because we were talking about it this morning over mm -hmm. coffee. And uh, I said, Hey, why don't we do a podcast and discuss our personal experience with it, our firsthand experience with it. And, um, again, I would encourage you, I'm not being pushed. I'm not being promoted. We are not being, uh, we're not being compensated for any of this. We are pushing, we're not, again, we're not even pushing. I want to encourage anybody out there, regardless of how you feel on the issue, on the matter to, to make up your mind for yourself, go see the film, do your own research and see, uh, how you feel coming away from it. Yeah. Simple as that. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Think, yeah. Go and research it like we did and see what you come up with. Yeah. Check it out. Okay. So kind of heavy topic today. Um, <laughs> hopefully you guys are good with that. It's like I said, it's just, it's something when we become passionate about something, we, uh, we become very, very passionate about it. And when it comes to children in particular, it's, it's something that has mm -hmm. a tendency to kind of tug at our heartstrings. So, um, yeah, we, we, we will be back next Wednesday with another podcast. Um, we have some exciting, things that have occurred here with the podcast. So we will, yeah. we'll show that to you guys here eventually. But other than that, we have a busy day ahead of us. We have a lot of stuff to do. I got some cleaning up to do outside, getting prepared for our next project over on Good Simple Living on the yeah. main channel. So until next Wednesday, we will see you guys uh, on Good Simple Living and then we'll see you back here on Wednesday. Anything else for you? Nope, I think, I think that wraps it up. All right, that's it. Thank right. you guys. Thanks for being here. We'll see you uh, next Wednesday.